Want to know what strategies real graduates use to launch their career? Well, here's your chance. From personal stories to insider tips, our interviews with graduates and campus recruiters will equip you with the knowledge and inspiration you need to take off and stand out from the crowd. Brought to you by Prospel, your one-stop shop for finding and securing your dream internship or fresh graduate job. First of all, welcome, Japnam. And thank you very much for taking your time and agreeing on telling, talking to us about journalism and your history in journalism, your interest in journalism, and and maybe we can get on to some advice that, that early stage candidates can benefit from. Let us start with what you are currently doing and then we can go back to the initial stage of your career and then we can talk about journalism. And uh, yes. Right. Thank you so much for that. Just briefly and very quickly, currently I am working with the Central Ministry handling their social media outputs as well as preparing what material goes to the press, how the ministers should speak, what should they speak. So we, I provide all the researched content for it. Along with that, being a lawyer and having a specialized socialization in law, I also give in legal inputs. So in brief, my role is as a communication advisor as well as a legal advisor for the industry. That is what I'm doing currently. Great. Great. Okay. And uh, I'm assuming it must be very difficult to understand what kind of, what kind of words you should be using, what kind of content that you should be generating because you said that you're working at an influential office. So tell us about how, what is the science behind choosing the right set of words or content? How do you choose content? How do you create content? Basically? What is the science behind that according to you? So to answer your question, let me pass to your question. What kind of words I choose and what kind of content I select? So first on the basis of words, the ministry is very clear on the kind of words we have to use. So we've been given instructions to use simple words and short sentences. So no big jargons, no words like paraphernalia or big words, which are not easily comprehensive and simple. So brevity in the content. Now, when I that is in terms of choosing the words is very clear instruction, short sentences, and the sentences should be short. It should not run more than a line. Normally, when we get down to writing, we've also known often what we do is in terms of expressing ourselves, we start writing a sentence which ends after three lines. That is a big no-no in in generally in what instructions we've given. And also when I talk to you about journalism, I tell you how that hampers everything, not just your content, also your reach. Now, secondly, about the content of the work I do. So content has to be one thing, it should be authentic. So that is the, uh, that is a prime importance from where you're taking up. Obviously, these are facts when, when a minister or when any person at influential level talks, one is opinion, they will say on the, we do not generally give them an opinion. We might give them startup points where they can develop their own, but our work is to give them facts, raw, dry facts. Now, when you're giving them facts, you have to be very careful from where you came those facts. Of course, those facts are in the public domain, but in the public domain, we don't have to pick it from secondary sources. We have to pick it from the primary sources. Now, for primary sources, what is a primary source? If I talk about legal news, it is about the exact judgment or the order that becomes the primary source. 
if I talk about news about a particular policy, the number of figures a government has achieved in that particular policy, where do I get those facts? One, their own website. Every website of the government comes up with reports. So that is an authentic source. And if the reports are not available, the third comes the PI. That is a press release of the ministry. So just reiterating it, word spice is simple sentences and short, simple words and short sentences. And for content, authentic sources. So these two are of paramount importance when we are writing anything from the minister's handle, when we are writing anything, what he could speak and what will go out from to the public. So you have to be very careful about the facts at all. A simple language and good choice of sources. Choice sources. Right, right, authentic choice sources. Okay, great. Choice of sources. And okay, your background is quite unique. You are a lawyer, you have worked in a of journalism, and now you are working in a completely different domain. So let us start with your, with, with your, uh, with the initial phases of your career, and then we can unfold the aspects of journalism that you have learned. Yeah, to start with, I was always very passionate about researching and writing. From school days, I won't even call it university days, from my school days, like even when I graduated, like you passed out from my school also, I was the editor of my English magazine of my school. I always was very fond of writing and putting down my thoughts into words, putting down facts into words. That is something I really enjoy. But I did not know at that particular point of time that I would make it as a career. And since I strongly believed in the accuracy of the facts and writing and opinion on it and finding out the interpretation of those words. So the next career, which the first career in fact, which came to my mind was law. Because law is all for interpretation of facts and voicing out those particular facts in the way you want the other person to hear and understand. So I think law, choosing law came very naturally to me because I had no experience or no knowledge, I would say, to go into the writing term. So while I was doing law, I was, after my school, I did my law from National University, which is ironically a glad. And so once I was finished with that, even in college also, I was very fond of writing. I would do write, I would write, and also I would participate very rigorously in debates in debates as well as moot coach and mocks, where you get hypothetical cases and you fight one. So all that was somehow helping me to garner the experience of putting my writing words, written words into my speaking. It was making me confident about my thoughts, about my opinions. And that is when I started, once I completed my graduation, the first job, fortunately, I got as a judicial researcher with the Honorable Supreme Court the country. So I was briefing the Supreme Court sitting judges. Now what I mean by briefing them, I would make a brief of all the cases which the judge would address in a day. Now again, somehow life is a full circle. Now today also what am I doing is I'm doing it for the ministry. At that time I was doing the same thing for the Supreme Court judge. What I was doing is I would write make so there are files that when it comes to Supreme Court, the files come from the lower courts, like from the north, from the district court, then the high court, if there's a tribunal involved. So it, at times it comes from five different courts to reach the Supreme Court. Now you can imagine the mammoth amount of 
files which would be there. Now, a Supreme Court judge does not have the time to read all those files. So what I would do is I would make brief one-page note of what the authors entire, say, 15 files are talking about. Now, when you're making a brief note, what is important? Short sentences, of course, because it has to be clear and simple words, right? Again, I was doing the same. See, because law he knows, he just needs to know the facts. So I, that, at my first job also, I was doing the same thing. Again, along with that, we were also writing speeches for the minister, the orders and the judgments which come by. We would look into it if the accuracy was in one day, judges would be giving, say, 100 orders. Now, how that order is linked to the facts of, okay, so we will go back, find out those facts, and then sit with the lordship. So we call our judges the lordship and sit with him and discuss about things. And that wasn't brief. So my first job, though it was in law, but it was all about researching and writing. And then, then once I got that experience, which was an amazing experience, I went on to try my hands at litigation. So litigation is all about, again, you know, litigation is fighting cases in the court. So I would, from the right, from the getting a client to argue in the court, which would involve client consultation, drafting, reviewing of the documents, just researching which particular section of the act would go into interpretation of the things of what the case is about. That would work. I would be doing that independently. That gave me the experience to look at a particular problem from a holistic view. So when, I, when you argue in the court, when you prepare a document, one key point is what you do is you always write it from what the opposite person might or the opposite party might question you on. So you're not writing from one side. You're basically writing from both the sides seeking care of that your uh, open ends are covered. So again, it all comes down to having a holistic approach of what you're writing or what you're researching. If you're going to research that what is a punishment, for example, to give an example, my client has been some fraud has taken place with my client. Now, I don't have to just write about or find out research on just about how his defenses would be. I would also have to see that what the opposite party will come up with. So it's a holistic approach towards researching. And then while, while I was doing this, I wanted to gain more experience. I did that for about good four years. And once I thought that I need to learn more, I need to increase my knowledge on the subjects, which I like. And I used to love litigation. So international commercial litigation, local I had done. I wanted to go understand what is what happened at the international level. So I did a master's in international commercial litigation and intellectual property rights, especially a trademark and copy. Though my heart lies in the litigation that because I wanted to do a master's and that one year of master's was amazing. It was pretty hectic, strenuous, but the satisfaction I received at the end of it was amazing, but it was all research. I wrote a dissertation also on why startups need to provide their trademark at the very beginning. So I talked to a lot of startups, I talked to a lot of people who were turning you know, a lot of founders who had the unicorns at that time. So it gives a very good perspective of things. It amplifies the knowledge. And that was something I was loving. And once I came back from my master's, I realized that I have a passion for writing. I love and enjoying doing that. Not that I like arguing in the courts any less, but that I realized this art license. And uh, somehow the opportunity I'd work for working with HD Media came down. And that is how I started writing. I met the editor of Live Mint at that time. And, and I 
Padmanabh Arun Padmanabhan, what a splendid, amazing guy who has experience ranging more than 35 years of his life. And he is one who helped me understand anything about genetics. Because I was raw. I loved writing, no doubt about it. But journalism is not just about writing. Journalism is way beyond that. It's not just about telling your facts and how those facts are perceived, what should go into it. Because one has to remember, when I write an article in a newspaper, it has it is read by two million people, more than two million in a day. And that is just, I'm talking about the Indian survey. And once I go for digital, well, that is with the print. If I go for digital, the number attending the report would fetch about five million leads a day. So you have to be very sure of what you're writing. And that is when I learned the key of journalism in the hmm. last of my journey. And that's how after I ended journalism and then I opportunity came by with a ministry where he wanted somebody who has journalism experience. And so yeah, that is a very brief storyline, but yeah, the storyline explaining my just in writing. Thank you very much for sharing your story. And let us uh, try to get into the nuances of journalism step by step. So let me ask you a couple of questions. First is, what are the various kind of various kinds of journalism reporting? Okay. So various kinds of journalism, very broadly, there are say about four to five fields. Okay. Before I go into those four to five fields of journalism, I actually remember that two types of writing styles. One is reporting. One is opinion leases. But when I go for reporting, generally, when you write for newspapers, you are reporting a news. When you write a news for a tech magazine, you are reporting the news. You're telling what the facts are. And the second type kind of writing style is opinions. Now, when you write opinions, it is not just about the facts. It's about what you feel about. Now, opinions have very limited readership, let me tell you. So, you know, if you're at the beginning of the career, reporting is the key. You can develop your opinion once you have made a mark in the industry. Because if you are a new person, why would I want to make opinion? I can make my own opinion. Always remember the readers want to know the facts and want to make their own opinion. Now, coming down to your question as to the kinds of journalism. One first is investigative journalism. Now, in the investigative journalism, a journalist has to uncover the hidden truth or facts of a particular case or particular situation. Now, I'm sure for the listeners over here, a couple of them might have watched Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna is a Netflix series. So there, the role of investigative journalism is of paramount importance. It is, it the entire series has been shot from a journalist's perspective. Now, that is the entire journey of how investigative journalists, journalist works. They are trying to uncover stories. It is not a one-day job. So investigative journalism is a long story that every day a case will happen. They will follow it up, they will investigate, they will go to the parents of the accused or the victim, then figure out the inventions of the person and then make a report. That is investigative journalism. Then comes the political journalism. Now, political journalism is very important because when we go for the news, political news has repercussions across every degree. May it be your economy, may it be international relationship, may it be your everyday routine. Politics is of very high importance in generally in all the news outlets. We have political bureaus assigned. Political bureaus are a head top five for certain media outlet, and they will have their you know, circle of friends, networks from where they get the news. 
Now, in political journalism, there are three types, international, national, and local. So, politics also comes at three different levels. Now, again, now these three levels will eventually have to be covered by the same political bureau team. Because a local news will have a national effect, reaching to the national effect. So, you're understanding, this is how one of the very prime important positions in the country. So normally, if you see political journalists are very seasoned journalists. Because you have to analyze that a word spoken by a minister or a word spoken by a political leader is not just mere words, it has a political repercussion to it. What are those political right. repercussions? How will it affect that? How it goes into it? So a seasoned, seasoned journalist is generally present. Then I come down to the third crime journalist. A crime journalist or the legal journalist is your more Easy to comprehend what is legal journalists will call them. We also call them crime journalists. They will cover the legal cases. Now, if you look into the crime journalism, it involves writing about a mysterious homicide and it also involves writing about some money in this interesting. So, a legal journalist would be writing about, say, Vijay Mana running off with the money and he would also, that person would also write about the, the Ayodhya cases happening in the city. So a legal journalist covers all the domains, but from the legal angle. So a legal journalist is again of a very high importance in newspapers. Why is that? For the legal journalist just gives a legal perspective to different subject matters. Maybe pharmacy, aviation, say media celebrities. So they're different angle, different news subjects, but the angle is legal. So again, legal journalist occupies the same position as political journalists. But even politics, but who the politicians say something, the legal repercussion of. So, okay, so these two are primary. And thirdly, is the business journalist. Then business journalist generally goes on to the business of things. Now, again, a very prime important journalism sector because if you could understand, they have, when we have proper newspapers, we have the ration daily newspapers like Hindu Sun Times of India. But when we go for specialized newspapers, you don't see a specialized newspaper in terms of legal right. or in terms of political newspaper. We talk about business newspapers. For example, Economic Times of Times of India, meant for yeah. Hindu Sun Times. So you have to understand business occupies a very big sector, section in the journalism. So to culminate the four points, the main journalist kind of journalism, investigative journalism, then political journalism, crime journalism, or the legal journalism, and business. These four are the core of from where journalism takes place. And these are the core, which is a hard, we call them the hard beast. So whenever a journalist talks about particular voting, when I talk about political legal, we call them beats. So beats are like, what is the, it's a political beat investigative journalism, legal beat, business beat. So these four from the core of journalism. This is a hard topics. Now we go to the soft topics. In soft topics, we have articles, we have topics like arts, what galleries coming up, which artists coming up, celebrities, what particular celebrity has done because Times of India has a big celebrity which works on celebrity news because that is one of the highest clickbait options they have. So, you know, there are different styles of getting money or that report or some other time. But then art, celebrity, education, sports. Now you have to understand why these soft topics are, because they don't happen every day. Sports are not happening every day. Uh, news on the education is not happening every day. A uh, news on a celebrity, yeah, we have a lot of celebrities, so they happen every day. But for all practical purposes, it is not every day. 
So these are hard topics and soft. These are two broad designations of kinds of journalism. Right? Mm-hmm. I, yes, I have yes, yes. in depth. Yes, yes, that is what I'm about to say. Now that is good. And uh, the follow-up question for this, what are the different mediums of journalism reporting? Yeah, that's a good question. So in different media journalism, there are three mediums, basically. One is digital. What I mean by digital is it covers all your digital portals of the newspapers, the blog posts, the magazines, which are digital, which are online. Okay, so digital media is coming right now. Digital media is where the money is right now. Because digital, as we know, everybody's with tech, nobody has a time get the newspaper and reach it on your phones. So digital media and digital media, the best part is as a starter, since we have a starter audience, which are just starting. So you might not get an opportunity to write in the print, but digital media is where you have to hit the nail because digital media is where the opportunity lies. And digital media is where you start right away. So second comes in print media. Print media as the name itself, there is a newspaper or some magazines. So print media, it comes with print media exposed your space. You cannot do a story more than say 500 words. You yeah. It depends on when you see a newspaper, there's certain spaces given. So just to, I'm diverting on the topic, you just tell me when you see a newspaper, the top is the lead news. Because the lead news is very important. That's the first glance you have of the newspaper. Then you see the bottom news called the anchor news. Anchor news, as I said earlier, is in the soft news. When you talk about soft news, generally about climate, environment, education, sports. These are soft news. So that like, when a reader picks up a newspaper, bam, he sees a big, important headline. The headline of the day is the top news. And the bottom is the anchor. The print has its own rules. Differently, they have very different rules because what kind of color, what kind of headline, everything is very different in terms of print. But unfortunately, print is dying. It's dying the slow death. Yes, it has its audience. I won't say does it. It will always be there. Will be there for the next, I would say, fifteen years. But the readership has reduced in a huge amount, especially in the COVID as effective drastic news. A lot of print media's are closing more. And third comes in broadcasting. Now, broadcasting will include radio, podcast. A lot of podcasts are coming up with which will give you brief news. So a lot of these digital media outlets, what they're doing is, along with giving them digital news, like written digital news, they're also giving podcast of it. That gives the readers, because a lot of readers don't have the time to read or look at the screen. What they do is they just plug on the earphones, go for their job, go for their walk, or go for their, on their way to the office. They listen to the news. So podcast news, broadcasting news, even for radio. If you see radio, earlier radio, it was a radio from where the news used to come out. It's TV and the media, TV, print, came way later in our lives. Our parents were just listening to news on the radio. So radio is still there. As I said, radio has fueled people who worship, but similar to print. But then they had their own. People who want to listen to the news on the radio, they will not read on the print or the whole the digital. So these medium of our digital, read, and broadcast. Okay. And yes, you're right about the timelines. And as we are going digital, it may become a reality that we may longer, we may not be having a lot of print options in the future. But having said that, it is important to understand what 
what is right and wrong in journalism what is, is there anything called ethics in journalism is there any what exactly is that uh, so let us touch that part if you're comfortable uh, let us yeah, sure. tell us can you please so, tell us a little um, about principles or something so basically principles of journalism ethics in journalism is something which there are no defined it's not given in any book it's not given in any print ethics and principles are very relative and subjective topics it is up to you what the ethics are and how do you go about it but as i said earlier i have learned from my senior in environment and he gave me the four principles which he told me stick by these and in case anything happens i don't so i'll tell you from my experience he made a so he was very good with making abbreviations out of it so we call it beat like b a i t you know give a beat to somebody that is the beat beat principles of journalism so how we go about it is first is balanced so always remember be a reporter you have to give a balance to you don't have to give opinion at the very onset of a conversation i told you about two kind of writings reporting and opinion pieces now when we talk and here i'm talking about reporting i'm not talking about my opinion pieces so in reporting it has to be balanced i was in a legal beat i was covering the legal news what happened is often a case would be a human at the end of the day it would look okay this is this case is the the victim is really been victimized and there's no happening what we'll do is we'll write a story once and i will open get a call from editor and you know we will tell it's not balanced so a balance is a paramount important thing in story it should not you have to just give them facts the reader has to make up their own i have to tell them defendants said this the plaintiff said this the judge said i have to make sure all the voices in a particular story are covered so when we write articles we call them story i might use these words interchangeably for the listeners that story and art now quick second one is be balanced story second is accountability you have to be accountable of what you write this is a very so what i mean by saying this that if i'm saying that i present a particular news and somehow the account the particular news is wrong or use a different word which conveys a different meaning stand by it except your mistake see to err is to you we are humans at the end of the day but you have to be accountable for it. the moment the reader knows it the moment the reader understands that this person is going to write wrong that person that he or she will accept it the readers interest in you will increase because if you don't accept your mistake if you become a very arrogant person that no i cannot make mistake the reader will lose trust in you so accountability so don't worry of course you can there 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 is a cause don't have to make errors but there is a room for errors but understand and take accountability of your words it really helps from a reader's perspective third is independence now independence on an article means that if i'm writing an article say about a legal case which involves my father then i'm not an independent writer so you have to be an independent writer what i mean by independent writer is there should not be any kind of influence made in terms of relation which could be if i'm writing a case about my father's where my father did watch if not it could not be an independent independent i might say you know i've put a balanced view but no the moment the audience comes to know that i am related to that news through certain ways my entire the trust the reader will lose it 
It would also be a money relationship. It is not just the relationship of blood or the relationship of human relationship. The money relationship, for example, if I'm writing news, say about Hindustan Times, that Hindustan Times are the best newspapers, and as per these, this and this facts. Yes, I'm giving the facts, definitely. I'm supporting my argument. But at the end of the day, they are my paying masters. Again, the readers, and the readers are not stupid. Remember one page. Whoever is reading your article, always consider an intelligent person who's reading it. So readers are not stupid. The moment you lose the independence of an article, your article is gone. There is no veracity in what you're saying. Third is the truth and accuracy of your article. Now see, truth again. Now at times, truth, you might not know the truth. When you, I'm reporting a particular news, I might not know whether, suppose for legal news, that whether what the defendant is saying is truth or not, not. But the accuracy of it. So truth and accuracy go together. Why am I saying truth? Because it would be like, even if it is not truth, I'm going with the accuracy bit. And what is the accuracy? The defendant did say this in the petition. Whether it is true or not, I do not know. But the accuracy of it was from where I'm taking the information is the accurate information. Right? Like, for example, when I go about writing an article about, say, how many readers have increased for a particular newspaper. Now, I don't know whether it is truth or not, whether the research has been done correctly or not, because I'm not the one doing the research. I'm just quoting it from an XYZ place. Now, the quoting, from, again, I said, as to when you're quoting some, some, something or somebody, it has to be primary source. So the accuracy of it is meaningful. So just to, you know, bring it, bring it back, what I was trying to tell you. And principles of ethical journalism, again, I'm telling you, it is some of the principles which has been told, have been told to me by my senior. There, are, there is no book which tells you what ethical journalism, which I will take on it. But my take is a bait, talent story, accountability, independent story, and truth and activism. If you get the journalism, that's how my boss used to say. Very interesting. Very interesting way of putting it, and thank you, Mama. Thank you for, for sharing that. Uh, um, so, uh, as this an audience are into early stage of their career, I would like you to say something about tell us about how, as a fresher, I can get a job in journalism. How I can enter journalism? Something on that front. I understand. Like a lot of people have interest in writing. Before I jump into the bandwagon of opting for a job in journalism, what you can start doing right away. You could be in your second year of college, third year of college, or even first year of college. First year, even better. And if by somehow some listener comes up who's a student in school or college, even better. Because remember one thing, in writing, it's all about practice. It is not, it is a skill which you have to keep on improving upon. Because language is changing, new style writing styles are changing, the audience is changing. Right? Where the earlier the article would range from, say, about 2000 words, now 40 words is the limit. Any article more than 240 minutes, the reader would lose interest. You're getting it? So you have to keep on learning. So wait, the earlier you start, the better, because then you have the easier way of changing your writing. Now, coming back to how to start a job and if you start right now, again, so remember college media, like your college, your school, your university would have a writing, you would have a magazine. If it doesn't have, 
now is the time why don't we start it it doesn't take much just write two articles ask a couple of friends that you know why don't you write an article on this every person would have some interest collate those articles and make a booklet of it make a two page booklet who's asking you to make a magazine out of it make a two page but the point is start writing right on and write at a level that people are reading people around you so when you're at a college you're at a very good position because you have the audience right there with you when you're at your college your audience is your teachers your audience is your students your peers so immediately start writing second that's a own blog see a lot of time i understand a lot of people might not be comfortable writing for the public start writing your own blog and start right away it might not get the first or the second it might not get likes immediately but the consistency is the key keep on writing and let me tell you when you write a first blog and when you come down to i won't even say 50 i'll say 10 writing 10 bloggers i think what thing was 10 the even when you come on 10 blog you will see a difference in your writing style so that is what you know writing is all about practice so start your own blog and thirdly make a portfolio of it because when once you start once you step out in the world and when you look for jobs they will ask you have you done this all what is the portfolio of it so in that portfolio see when i'm telling you that write a magazine those magazines hard copies can serve another amazing portfolios somehow even today even the print is dying but print is still the most respected form of news report if you ask any journalist of any expert at any in any particular city that person would read a newspaper rather than see it on the tv or a podcast because print has the most authentic so somehow print is still, still very highly respected so go for college media try go for university try to do it go for a own blog and go make your own portfolio so that will help you when you step that is at the very initials now when let me come down to support you already working okay you have already made your education and domain and you haven't done these steps and media understand the final year of the college now what do they do hey because they don't have they haven't made their portfolios they haven't made their blog they haven't their media in the college media so what they think now is that if right now start reaching out to newspapers like times of india who write their own blogs Times of India have a very interesting section where they invite people to write for them. So reach out to them. Send cold emails. Send cold emails to different magazines, different newspapers. Tell them that I am interested in this particular beat and send a writer. So reach out and send a small writer, not more than 200 words. Nobody has a time. Nobody has a time, and especially if you are nobody, if you are nobody, they'll give you that time. But... if you write in a particular to one and words and reach out to them so cold emails have is a key at the very beginning while you're sending a cold emails start with whatever tone you wish about writing your own because see at the end of the day they will look at your writing style in my case i did not have so i was lucky enough i did not despite the fact i did not have a lot of writing in my past in terms of showing it as a portfolio but my boss somehow saw my articles with respect to what i wrote in my school imagine from my school to my journey of college and i did not have anything as a they could show the portfolio but he saw my writing at that time 
So he knew that if 10 years ago, this person could write like this, then maybe in 10 years, even though the experience was a flaw, but that person could learn something. So the key is immediately start writing. Wherever you can, whatever you find, print, online, blog, you start writing and then start reaching out. So to summarize, start writing, you create a blog, maybe take initiatives in your college, in your school, which can be creating your own magazine. If you have an audience there already, so basically do something and then try to reach out to, to, to the publisher. Then even while reaching out, if you don't have anything that you do at the moment, while reaching uh -huh. out, start writing, make your own blog, send them a link. Then while I'm sending for my publication in your particular newspaper, this is my link. It's just young right now because I just tell them almost they've been stitched. So writing is good if words getting published, one article also huge. You said you should start writing, you should start something. Can you talk more about an article, how to write an article, maybe? Yes, yes. Article writing. So whenever you write an article, this first thing when you look at an article is the headline. Now the headlines, a good article will have the smallest of the headlines. Would have say, a headline of say maximum four or five things. And that article will catch your interest. But see, as I said, the attention span of the readers is reducing by the day. So a sh short, crisp, brief, enticing headline gives it. But of course, remember, in, when you're writing a short article, headline, it doesn't have to lose its meaning. This article is about, say, about environment and you're writing the headline of some dialogue. Because yes, it might catch the attention for sure but the moment the person goes second night he won't read your entire article and that is not something which you so of course structuring when you structure an article course is the headline the headline is of paramount important and that is not just what the about how the readers would perceive also in terms of when you go about when searching on the google so the SEO generally looks at the article which can be the meaning so headline is a very big so once you go by headline, below the headline comes the byline. And what do I mean by byline is it's called a name byline, which is the name author. So headline, then comes the name byline, that is the only byline is always important. Sometimes an article is written by the inputs of three authors. So then there'll be byline, say Japnam, Vedan, another person, Japnam and Vedan. Now, again, okay, you have to understand when you are reading an article, it should your input is say more than, is about 70% or I would say 60%. Then suppose I have written an article and my input 60%, my name will come in the sample. So how, as a reader, how will you understand that is, it will be fine. Suppose Japan's domain is legal, Japan's domain is tech. So this article would have more of legal inputs. So, you know, the once you start making your name, a lot of readers would associate your name with a particular domain in there. And that will also link the articles. And suppose I were in an article which say which my input is 90% and your without input is 10%. So then the name will not go in by line. It goes at the end of the story and it will go end of the article and like without what's contributed to the story. So next time when you pick up a newspaper, you will always check this out. You see there are bylines that different names, and at the end of the story, at time, there is a the X person contributes. That is the kind of contribution given to the story. 
So when you talk about the structure, headline, byline of the name, then comes the story byline. So what is story byline? Story byline again is very important. Okay, headline, I read the name of the author. A lot of readers these days don't even read the author, but a good a reader who is enthusiastic about reading, who generally knows the writer, who's writing the article. Then comes a story byline. What do I mean by story byline? Story byline is a brief two-liner of the entire article. In those two lines of three lines, actually max, I will understand what the article talks about. It is in these three lines, the reader makes a choice whether he wants to read the article or not. So see, headline is a clickbait, whereas the actual, the actual attraction comes in the, re sorry, what was, what was story by? The story by line is a lead paragraph, which helps the reader to decide whether you want to go further or not. Then comes the, then we start writing the article. These three are the main important things. Then you start writing the article. Always remember when you start writing an article, this is my way of writing as to make a skeleton first. Divided. Heading, body, conclusion. Divide your article into three main paragraphs. Heading, body, and conclusion. So in the heading, now these I'm talking about the body. I'm just talking about the body. So when I'm using the heading, it's the heading in the body. Now, in the body, once you've drawn the skeleton, now by the skeleton, what we mean is write these three points. This is for the first time writers. By and by, you don't even need to go into that. Easily, you know, okay, I've written the headline, I'm going to write. So, once you do this, start writing. At time, what will happen is you know what your conclusion is. So, you write the conclusion first. Because writing the body becomes difficult. So, write the conclusion first. At the end, I want to write this. It generally becomes easier. So, write the conclusion first. And then when you come down to the heading, which is the, in the body, heading, body, and in the heading, you have to answer six questions. Who, what, where, when, how, what, where, why, six. I'll just say it again. So, what, where, why, when, how. So when we're writing a story, when we're writing an article, who said it? Suppose it is somebody who said it, like it's a ministry who said something. It is a Twitter giant whose company has said something. Who has said? What they have said? Where and where they have said? The, have they said it in their on the Twitter? Have they said it in a press release? Have they said it in? It's not just in in an article published by their company. Why have they said it? Why is something which might you might or might not know? Because at times I might not know why the ministry says. But if you answer that question in the very beginning, it will help. Uh, the writers, you would know the ministry is announcing intermediary guidelines for social media. Why is he doing it? Because there was a demand for it. So you just have to write one word demand. The ministry comes out with social media guidelines because of its demand. Getting it, I just used one word, but I have explained the why of this. When and how. So again, when it was said and how it was said. So again, you have to answer these six questions in both in that body paragraph. The first paragraph is a what, when, where, why, when, how of the entire story. Then you support that with the body, which is the past, what happened, how it happened in detail. Then you go into detail and then you conclude. So in conclusion, you have to summarize it in maximum three lines, whatever you said. So 
it, the conclusion could be looking forward, we expect this, or it could be, hence this happened, simple conclusion. And if you don't know anything, a trick which my boss told me is, you don't know what is going to happen, you don't know if this is it, then end it with a pretty quote or end it with a question. Do you agree with that story? Or this is what is social media. So I'm writing about social media life. And I don't know if something is going to happen in the future. I don't know. If this is it, I don't know. If I have to end, I would say, so your social media guidelines are good today for the wins. What do you think about it? Finish. The conclusion is not a conclusion which is not looking forward. It is not any, it is just a conclusion giving a question. So that is a trick which helps you in case you do not know how to put a conclusion. And plus, whenever the leader, leave the leader, leader with a question or a job in the end, it just leaves a good aftertaste. You're getting it. That person will again put your name and look for an article. Okay, fine. This was an interesting article I read. It left me with the question. So the writer, trust me, a reader who's reading it would see it. Shin is good. If you're ready enough, Go with a nice job. So, just to come back again, headline, just to come back to the main structure, the heading of the article, which has to be small, maximum four to five words, it is a clickbait. It will grasp the attention of the article, then the name of the author, then comes the story byline. Once you've taken the attention, you want the reader to stay for. So, give a brevity of the thing, and then comes from the body, body has three parts. Heading of what comes in, who, what, when, when, why, now. So, body structure is about me. Try facts about the entire story and end it with a conclusion which could be looking forward, which could be as it is, which could be a joke, or which could be a question. I hope I have explained the entire structure. No, that was very, very good for you And But apart from the things that we have, what advice would you give? To the students or to a research candidates, job people, into the domain of journalism. Any general advice? So Apart from the ones advice, that we have. So, general advice, yeah. General advice would be start writing. I think, very honest, journalism, it takes just a very competitive field. In companies, you work in a team. As a journalist, you are a sole liar. You will have to be single-handedly fighting everything because there's so much of competition that there is no teamwork again. It will be very Teamwork will come in your office, but even in your office, people would be very, you know, secretive of the news they have because people want to break the news. People want to be the first person to report and So you need to have a very strong personality to be a sole voice to fight to get into this domain. So mentally prepare yourself for that. Then, secondly, don't worry if you don't have a portfolio right now. It is not the end of the world. Because if you have the content in your mind, if you have, if you know that you have the knowledge, start writing, start practicing, put that knowledge. Also, there are a lot of people, a lot of newspapers who want six quotes. So what do you think? Another trick which I haven't said earlier, which I didn't say earlier is, you can start reaching out and then I am this expert. I am an expert in law. So next time, whenever you do a legal story, please call me Get your quotes in the newspaper. So moment if people start quoting, what we will be reporting is the story is a big story, and then one quote from some expert. So start reaching out 
maybe not for an article because you know that you have an article in your city to impress a, a publishing house. Tell them that I have the expert knowledge. I have a knowledge about drones. I am an expert in drones. And next time when you're writing a story, an article about drones, give me a call and give you so see, there's another trick in war. You're not doing an entire story, but you're giving your expert opinion. Now, the moment you give an expert opinion, people start reading when name comes to in an article, it comes up that an expert in draws told us about this. The article is of 500 words, but an expert opinion is there. Your name gets there. Next time somebody Googles your name, your name is there. So, one, be very sure that this is, you have to be an independent person in this field. There is not going to be what to maintain, be strong and make up your mind while you venture into it and start writing ASAP. Start writing immediately. If you can't write, send cold emails. Tell them that you are an expert in particular domain and make a niche for yourself. Don't be a generalist. See, generalist will help you. See, again, this is that two school of thoughts. A lot of people say a person who's a generalist is somebody who can give opinion about anything and everything. But I would tell you that a niche in today's world gets higher click stability than the gender. So that is my personal opinion. So I think that's my tip for everybody who's listening over here. Be strong in your endeavors. Start writing a sap. Reach out. Journalism is about connections at the end of it. Reach out as many people as you can. He wanted Ajni Karega help Kantopareva because eventually they also need an expert, right? Somebody who's writing a legal story might not know what drone and drone policies are being. At that time, the person would reach out to you, oh, that person had pinged me and that person was a drone expert. Let me call him up. And it happens. I'm telling you, it might sound far-fetched, but no, it happens in the biggest. I'd have done it. I have people reaching out to me when I was journalist and I thought, oh, I don't know. I don't do this. Tweet. I don't care about it. But then when your editor is telling you, I need a expert quote on it, I actually reached out to them when they were there. So reach out, make the next, and it will definitely help. So yeah, those are my two cents on journalism. No, that it's not very helpful actually. And it is around 11 now. So we will try to close the session. And before doing that, thank you very much. Thank you very much for sharing your thoughts, sharing your time, sharing your learning about journalism, about your about general things. So thank you very much for that, Japnam. Thank you. Thank you, Vidang, for having me here. I'm honored. I hope I could help somebody, even if my, whatever my two cents go out and reach people. So giving me that opportunity to give out my experience to people who are listening to me, I hope it helps people and they can reach out whenever they want. It would be nice. I would love to help because I think knowledge shared is knowledge standard so I very firmly believe in that absolutely absolutely is there any medium where, where is there the viewer reach you so mm -hmm. they can send me an email my email id is jabnambindra.gmail.com simple and sweet and my name and they can see my name they just have to add at the gmail.com and that's my email id so they can send me an email and the destination is found Thank you very much for the offer. Thank you. Um, let's go to the room now. Right. Have a good day, Have a good day, everybody.